How do you paint when you paint something? What is your process from start to finish for like a single painting? So start to finish, I'll have a concept. And depending on whether it's abstract or representational, like a landscape, um, well, that'll you know change whether I'm using source material for the image to, to paint by or just going from what's in my head, kick it from my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, that really depends. But I will always lay down a wash first on the canvas or the wood, whatever I'm using, um, just like a background color to kind of bring some warmth and some undertones to the piece um, that kind of adds some extra dimension and some extra life. But it's a slow process. I typically work with acrylic paint. I, I like watercolor too, but, um, and I, I do kind of water down my acrylic so I can layer them. And so it takes a while. And I was talking to my mom about this recently. She said when I was a kid, she would have to like, I'd be working on a little kid art project and she'd have to like take it away from me at a certain point, or I just keep going and going. So when I paint now, I like, I have several things that I'm working on so I can just stop when it's time and let it dry and move to the next thing. Mm. Um, start to finish. Let's see. Yeah. I just kind of keep building until it's right and looking at the light and think, you know, looking at how it makes me feel and um, taking pictures to reference, like where it started from. Cause it's easy in a big project or a long painting to like, forget where I came from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how do you know it's finished? Sometimes I don't know. Um, sometimes I don't think it's finished and it just sits and I move on to other things and I see it later and I go, oh yeah, that's finished. <laughs> or I go, oh no, that's not finished. And I thought it was. So it's, I don't really ever know. <laughs> so you've been doing this since you were little. Yeah. Um, I've, I have been making art since I was little. Tell me about how your, like, it seems like that's not, that means it's probably not a fair question to be like, where'd you learn to do this? Or how, or when did you learn to do this? But tell me, tell me about your process of learning to do it the way you do it now. Like what, what were your sort of instinctual or first skills and, uh, you know, how did they grow and, uh, and how did your work change and like where, if anywhere did like formal training or practice come in? Just tell me, tell me about your process of learning. Oh, um, so as a kid, you know, I started off the way everybody starts and it doesn't look too much like the thing that you are trying to make it look like. And that's perfectly fine. And then I think most people along the way get frustrated with that, the technical skill, like it doesn't look like what I'm trying to make it look like and, and kind of give up or I or just think it's not meant for them, but I think art's for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I kept going and uh, there was, there was a point I would say as like a young adult, where I was frustrated with my technical skill and I went to collage in that time. And I was found, I was able to making physical collage with cutting paper, um, produce these precision images that really communicated my thought and conveyed this idea completely. And that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But since then I've, let's see, how do I put this? I feel like most of the process of getting to now has been an emotional one of like, allowing myself the freedom to make mistakes and to try things out and to not be concerned with the result. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like a process of playing with different mediums and trying whatever I'm curious about and, you know, doing different mark making and, you know, I'll buy a giant brush from the dollar store and just see what it does Mm -hmm. and just have fun and play around. 
I think you asked something about technical training. Not yeah. much. I don't have much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had a great art teacher in middle school who was really supportive and suggested that I try out for um, a high school of the arts. And I did. And I was accepted. But I just didn't. I didn't stay. I only mm-hmm. stayed for freshman year. And after that, I've been just winging it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I encountered you online kind of as a visual artist and a writer at the same time. Uh, and I wonder like what, what, uh, what other media do you consider yourself an artist in? Dance. Dance. Yes. I love to dance. Uh, how, how are those connected? Dance and painting and writing if you want. Yes. Oh, that's a great question. So I think words, I I consider myself a doer of words, but words can be hard for me sometimes. Mm. And it's hard for me to find what I'm feeling and to, and to like bring it out and to express it in such that considered way. And then painting, I I still get to communicate and I get to express a thought, but I don't have to use words. And that's a lot simpler sometimes and dance the same way, but it doesn't, it's less, I don't like record my dance. So it's just ephemeral and it's, it's still communicating, but it's not like a conversation. Uh Interesting. So you, you, you record your other media and you put them up. I I feel like I almost, I may not have even known that dance was a serious practice of yours, maybe for this reason. Um, does what, what is your relationship with ephemerality, uh, and creativity? Like how do you, do you need something ephemeral given sort of how permanent and concrete your like main media are, or is there sort of a downside to that? Do you feel any sense of loss around things that are ephemeral or like, how do you, how do you use that in your artistic practice? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't, I don't think about it too much. I guess Mm -hmm. dance is more of just um, the way that I dance. I wouldn't call serious, but I dance usually with other people in like an intentional space and it's there's just something about being in that container in that place altogether it's like a community activity mm-hmm. versus painting is very solitary i do dance while i paint but uh-huh. you know that's uh-huh. not part of it uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's awesome i i mean I, I painting looks like dance to me you know watching someone do it like move and i think that's from in my case like uh, an awe of the physical skill like I've, I've never felt like I had the sort of precision hand-eye coordination, uh, you know, whatever it is to like do the motions of painting in a way that feels precise enough to render maybe what's in my mind onto canvas or something. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the line between like ordinary moving or something and dance is very, very blurry and maybe, uh, you know, just a matter of experience. Um, but I, like, I love to hear, I love hearing that you dance around while you're painting, uh, because I think that feels very natural to me. That's not really a question, just a bunch of observations. Um, but I, I still, I'm still interested in, um, something about the, uh, ephemerality. I mean, maybe, maybe what I'm interested in is sort of digital and analog too. Like I've always found your photos of your work, your painting to be really beautiful and like well lit and composed and like really add to the, to the, um, presentation of it, you know, given that I'm not like in person looking at it and don't have a way to do that. Um, I wonder if, uh, what's your relationship to the digital, like given, you know, sort of how you post online about 
this stuff and some of the stuff that you've made and a lot of the writing that you made is like for digital purposes. Like do, do physical and digital media have any intrinsic differences for you as a creator? Oh, yes, definitely. I, I have a, well, for a long time, I thought with art specifically, I had a huge preference for physical, um, physical collage with real paper. And, and I get to like, you know, flip through the vintage materials and smell them and, and, you know, see everything involved with that. That was kind of part of the process, um, just being steeped in it. And, and with paint, I love being, you know, physically, I get covered in paint and it's just a physical mixing and like it's not a just a digital selection Mm -hmm. process it's just so much more tangible um and and physically enjoyable but with digital i'm starting to enjoy digital too i've been uh, let's see i've been making these pictures of flowers with eyes on them like Mm -hmm. portraits of flowers and that's just brings me so much joy in a way that i didn't think i would get from digital digital is yeah it's sometimes it's like a way to just like photograph the physical work that I've done and I want it to look good, but it, it didn't seem, it's not as satisfying to me mm-hmm. as a teenager. I started taking self portraits with a digital camera and I used a digital camera a lot um, because, you know, once you have the thing, that's it. There's no more cost involved of like developing photos. Um, so it was just a low barrier way to like be making art in a different medium. Photography is a medium that I'm interested in myself and sort of consider myself an amateur practitioner of, uh, in a way that I'm not with painting. Like I've, you know, I've painted and drawn before, but I don't do it on a regular basis. Whereas like I do go around taking pictures of things and sort of using the eye of composition and learning the, you know, the material, if you will, of the hardware, uh, as I go kind of, um, and, uh, I'm really drawn to it for that sort of instantaneous nature um that you're describing is is there is there a way in which photography sort of serves the purpose of making images quickly for you or in like it, like is it a way of 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 meeting a need to create an image that painting is uh unable to because of how much work it is yes definitely i take photos to just document you know what the yard is doing what the what time of year the flowers bloom all of that like metadata so in, in, like informative and helpful for me uh-huh. so i take pictures like as a way to supplement my memory and um take pictures of places that we've been to like a trip to spain and the mountains are so beautiful and i'm just i need to like keep that moment and then i'm going to make a painting about it later so mm. the photograph digital photography is kind of like a an end maybe a means to an end uh-huh. do you consider yourself an artist in a cohesive sense that brings all of these pursuits together into a body of work or a project like under one banner, even if it's your name, um, or are they all just sort of their own expression? That's just part of your life. They're their own expression. That's part of my life. I, I, I dabble with so many things. I love to make jam. You know, I just think of myself as a creative person and the output of, of my existing is these little things that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. It's really about enjoying doing them. It's not so much about the result. I love, I love that response. Uh, what I wonder is what sharing it has to do with that enjoyment for you. Oh, I'm not sure what sharing it has to do. I guess with a painting, I, I can know if I like it, but I don't know if anyone else will like it until I share it. 
And if it can bring someone else some kind of feeling or enjoyment, I love that. That's the best. Hmm. How How is sharing a painting with someone like or unlike sharing a meal you made with someone? I don't think they're that different for me. I, I put so much care into, into making a meal, you know, most mm-hmm. of the time that mm-hmm. they're, they're very similar. Do you feel like people need them the same way? I don't know. Perhaps no, not everyone. You know, everybody needs to eat, but everybody doesn't right. need to look at paintings and and feel and think about their life in that way, through that lens. Uh-huh. What about creating them? Is is creating a need for you this in in a in a way that you can compare to sort of, you know, bodily needs that everyone has? Very much so. Yes, mm. I have to be making things. I, I have to be like puttering around and working on my projects and just. Uh, enjoying beauty and looking for beauty and creating beauty. How does that need express itself for you? How do you feel it? Uh, it depends on the medium, really. Like if it's been a long time since I painted and I'm yearning for that, then I'm thinking about colors and I just feel antsy. Is there is there a relief that comes after you've just made something that lets you turn your attention to something else? Yes, I think so. How satisfying is that? So satisfying. But also I keep, sometimes if something's finished and I still have the energy, then I'll just start another thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that, I, that, that reminds me of what you were saying earlier about having more than one painting in flight at a time and how that connects to your sort of childhood hyper-focus on one thing that that, <laughs> that would keep going and going. Um did you did you say you came up with that solution yourself, or does it have something to do with the way that your mom like made you stop and start something else? I don't know. That's a great question. I think I came up with that solution myself as an adult, and when she tells me now, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I totally still do that. I'll just keep going and going, and then it doesn't look like the little kid's mosquito painting anymore. It's just like a paper covered in completely in paint. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the, the, I really relate to working that way. I and like have lots of things in flight at a time so that I, in my case, it's so that if I get bored or frustrated with one, I can turn my attention to something else without like, um, giving up, you know, giving into that frustration. Um, the, the, the thing, the, the thing I do with that is I have different kinds of things in flight at the same time, like a big one, a small one, an easy one, a hard one, something like that. So that, that it's, it doesn't feel the same to work on the, like, like I, I can get a complete change of scene, but still keep working. You know what I mean? Is there anything like that for you? Like, like w- that, that determines sort of what you're working on at the same time? Are they in categories? Are they lar- Are they, you know, different sizes, uh, you know, different colors, anything like that? I think that because I have so many different arenas that I have creativity going, like, it could be, you know, something a totally different thing, like making jelly out of the spring flowers, uh-huh. because it's time to do that. So that gives me a break and I can keep working on the same piece or the same, you know, I'm not very good at series, but I do mm-hmm. feel like it's valuable to practice working in series yeah. as an artist, because you really do get this like depth of focus and like build on the subject material, but I'm not that great at it. I get distracted and I get bored and I want to do something different. Uh-huh. Do you ever take breaks from creativity? 
Yes, but kind of accidentally, usually we'll just have a lot of projects going on that I don't have time to get into the studio, but it serves a purpose. That That's enough of a break to sort of feel like you need to get back to it when it's over. Oh yeah. I can't even go on a long vacation sometimes without feeling like I'm so antsy. I really need to make something. Uh, uh-huh. Have you ever had to put a medium down and walk away from it for a while to get some distance from it? Probably. Yeah. It's been a while since I've made physical paper collages. I've been doing more painting lately. So is that, is that because you, uh, you needed to get away from them for some reason? Maybe my environment is less conducive and I'm just less comfortable and like having less of a good time doing it. Or, Uh um, yeah, I feel like painting opens me up in a way that I guess the way that I started with collage was that I felt this, this lack of skill, this like lack of technical ability to Mm -hmm. do what I wanted to do. And now I feel less afraid. I'm not, I'm not afraid of doing anything wrong in art. So it's nothing to start a huge painting and no need to change direction. It doesn't, um, it's not scary. So Mm. it's fun. Mm. So painting became more fun. I see. Collage. There's something about collage to me that feels very contemporary. You know, it feels Mm -hmm. like, it feels like a lot of what people are doing, uh, out there or like online social media, et cetera, is like sort of like collage, right? It's like finding, finding things and put uh, rearranging them and then putting them out as an original rearrangement, right? Everything is a remix is like the sort of cliche. Do you have a process? I'm speaking specifically about your, your physical collage, not necessarily your social media stuff, but if it's related, I'm interested. Do you have a process of gathering material for that? Like going like old magazines, you know, whatever, like, like, are, are there, is there like a raw material phase of making those for you? And like, what do you look for? The raw material phase of my physical collages is, well, at one point I had an enormous old um, vintage National Geographic collection, just decades and decades and, you know, probably a hundred years worth of them and some of them in duplicate, (laughs) which is a little embarrassing. And so it's either that or um, going to like bookstore sales where they have these big picture books and like science books and, you know, books about space and um, just flipping through and seeing what I can get for a dollar mm-hmm. or two dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's got great pictures to cut up. And part of like being able to having that physical component that I get to flip through and, you know, smell the book and it's, it's all part of something together, like what the caption and what the author was, you know, writing about with that image, like it's all tied together for me. It's like a hunting and gathering mode almost. And like, I, I, uh, you know, I'm interested in, the difference between making things that way by sort of going out and seeking inspiration versus uh, what I feel like you are saying about painting and photography, where you're just sort of struck by a vision that you literally see. Uh, is, is, there, is there a difference between receiving an image or an idea that needs to be realized by you versus going out and getting one? Yes. Sometimes when I get an idea for an abstract painting, it's like I could be, you know, in in that time between like sleep, like awakeness and sleep. And it just like 
just like getting a barrage of like cosmic imagery that is all wonderful. And I wish I could just like take a little screenshot of it, but it's in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I can't. So that's what the painting, you know, that's what I do with it. And when I'm flipping through, like making a collage, flipping through my source material, it can be a similar thing, but it's more of like, I'll see one part of the image and then I'll be like struck with what I want to fill in to, you know, cut out and replace. And that's the inspiration. So it's a little more limited in scope. You know, the, it's, it's not just like, wide open 